to you live from Petoskey, Michigan. It's Northern Michigan's only live and local afternoon talk show, WMKT's Talk of the North. Something on your mind? Call our studio line at 866-371-1270 or connect on social media at Triple Talk WMKT on Facebook and X. Now, bringing you the latest news from the region, states, and around the country. Here's your host, Nick Rudy. Good afternoon, Northern Michigan. Welcome to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming statewide at WMKT, thetalkstation.com. I'm Nick Rudy, your host. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another show. Nice weather again out today. We've been having some peaks of sunshine, especially in the afternoon the last two days. A little bit surprising, and we will certainly take it, as you just heard in the forecast, that we are potentially going to get some snow. Uh, There is a potential for snow for the rest of the week all the way through Sunday, every single day through the rest of the week through Sunday, and uh, especially on Friday up to three inches of snow. So we will see if we get that. Uh, Usually not as bad as they call for, but three inches is also, um, you know, manageable for us people who live in Northern Michigan. So we will, uh, we'll just kind of see what we get, but what a sorry state of affairs in the Michigan sports world yesterday, all the teams lost. And in most cases, a pretty ugly fashion as well. The, uh, the worst of them was the Wolverines. They got blown out by number 14, Illinois, losing 97 to 68. That's nearly a 30-point loss in college basketball. That is about as bad as you get it. I mean, there's not very often times when college basketball games, when a college team scores 100 on someone and to, to score on a team that is, you know, not Division two or bottom of the barrel, generally speaking. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing that they gave up that many points. Um, is it possible to not get into the NIT tournament? Because if that's the case, Michigan is, is in danger of just not going anywhere except home. Uh, the era of Juwan Howard might soon be over, but Ward Manuel uh, is, uh, is sticking behind his coach, which is weird because he never did that for Harbaugh. But again, look, I mean, not every player is a good coach. Not every coach is a good player. I mean, look at Tom Izzo, not much of a player himself, but a great coach. So, We'll see what happens at the end of this season. They're probably just waiting. They don't want to, with the whole NIL deals and recruiting and all that mess, they probably don't want to, they don't want to, you know, get anything messed up for next season. So they want to do these things more cleanly, maybe at the end of the season. We will see. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets fired. I doubt he'd get fired mid-season unless something real. I mean, he, he smacked a guy in the face. He's not had good recruiting classes. The performance has been really bad recently. And if he's surviving all that, he probably will survive, you know, the next 15 games they have left or however many they have left. The Red Wings, though, they got blown out, uh, pretty equally blown out. It was, uh, although more of an end game, this kind of collapse than anything than a full-on domination from start to finish. Lost to the Oilers, 8-4 to in Edmonton. Uh, they were trailing early down 2 nothing, but then by the end of the second period, it was uh, tied at 3-all. So they... Made a nice little comeback, and especially in the second period, scored two goals. But then the Oilers proceeded to outscore the Wings. Five to one in the third period. You score five goals sometimes. Sometimes in one game. That's how many they scored in one period. That's about as pathetic of an ending as as you can think of. So defense, you know, the goalie, Alex Lyon, they were not having themselves a game. Obviously, Lyon got pulled. Uh, They did fine offensively. I mean, let's be realistic. If you can't win... After you score score four, four goals, not going to be a fun playoff trip if they make it in. Right now, they are in. They currently hold that last wild card spot, two points ahead of the Devils. And again, it's still it is a very tight bunch there, down at the uh, the bottom of the barrel in their conference. For I mean, there's a couple of teams that are out of the playoffs. They're within striking distance of the Red Wings, and the Red Wings are within striking distance of going up the chain, up to like the third or fourth seed. So. It's going to be an interesting end of the season, but we still have half a season left as we just exited the all-star break. The wings are one and one since returning from break. The Pistons lost. They actually, believe it or not, had the least humiliating loss of the night. They had been having an okay West Coast trip, especially compared when you, when you look at the whole season, 500 on this road trip so far, two and two 
as they fell 125 to 111 to the Lakers last night. And again, no surprise that they lost to the Lakers. They have three excellent players, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and uh, D'Angelo Russell. They're the ninth seed, too, in their conference in an eight-team playoff. So they're looking to get in, beat up on a bad team, and they don't want to waste time. They don't want to, last year, they kind of had to make a desperation push at the end of the season to get into the playoffs. And they, because they had that thing where you, maybe if you listen to sports shows, you've heard before that as he's gotten older, LeBron just kind of coasts through the season, doesn't care which seed he gets, and then just turns it on during the playoffs. And uh, that didn't work out so great for him last year. So now they kind of want at least to have a better seeding position. At, maybe they're not going to get the one seed, obviously, but and that's not what they're shooting for every single year. But maybe they're looking like, all right, maybe not the eighth seed. Let's be like the fourth seed or maybe even the fifth seed. So they were definitely playing with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. A couple of games tonight. We have the Pistons returning to action. No breaks out west. Apparently, they play the Suns at 9 p.m., a little earlier than normal than the rest of the trip so far. I mean, that Lakers game started at 1030 last night. Who's going to stay up for that? Uh, but it helps, though. They're on Phoenix time. Uh, that's a good team, though. So best of luck to Detroit. They're going to be playing against Michigan's own Devin Booker. Michigan State returns to Big Ten play just when you think the team has found its identity and they have things rolling, have things figured out. They go out, they lay a goose egg. They're on the road against Penn State at 630, just 30 minutes after this show ends. And they're a dominant team at home Michigan State is but they're not as great on the road Penn State on the road been playing inconsistent I'm smelling a bit of a you know trap game or something this is gonna be a tough game I think we'll see which uh which version of Michigan State shows up tonight they're either gonna blow the team out or lose by five points in a uh in epic fashion but to our trivia question for today according to the 2020 census which came out in 2021 the data was released which city has the highest population here in northern Michigan? Your options are Mackinac City, Pelston, Lanson, or Onaway. And you can participate on the trivia poll today over on X at Triple Talk WMKT, my personal X account at Nick Rudy. Well, it is nearly time for the conversation we have all been waiting for today in just around 20 minutes. We will be joined. By the GOAT, legendary broadcaster, play-by-play announcer for your Detroit Tigers, Dan Dickerson. Single-game tickets are on sale right now, and you had better get them fast because some of these top games are selling very, very fast. There's a few games I saw, 75% of the tickets already gone. So if you want to take your pick, if you want to be like, hmm, that looks like a team that is really, really bad this year, so this is going to be a surefire win. We're not going (laughs) to go to the game against the Astros. Um, I encourage you head on over there, tigers.com, because that's going to be, uh, they're going to be selling fast. Those, uh, premium games Comerica park is amazing. If it's been a while for you, I encourage you to get out there if at all possible. And if you want a preview of the Tigers' season in 2024, no better place to be than right here on the talk of the North. As we talk to Dan Dickerson and you can catch Dan, his partners, the 2024 Detroit Tigers, all season long on our sister station, 1047 and 1340, the ticket. I also want to thank you, the audience, for listening and being invested in your community. The show is for the community. No better example. Kind of how that all fuses together than yesterday's show. That uh, Pelson baseball coach story came to us from uh, a lady named Nikki, Nikki Hansen, who was sent our way by one of you, a listener. So thank you to being involved in the community and trusting WMKT with covering these stories that you care about, getting everyone on the same page about what's going on in your community or in your backyard. Our phone number, our email, social media, it's not merely just for participating on the trivia poll or commenting on stories we are currently talking about on any given day. But if you have news tips, you're encouraged to send those our way as well. 866-371-1270, 866-371-1270. Our email, wmktbusiness at gmail.com. And as maybe you've hopped over to social media, our X account, same handle for Facebook, as I've said, at Triple Talk, WMKT. But back to our trivia question. According to the 2020 census, which was released in 2021, which city had the highest population? Mackinac City, 
Elston, a Lanson, or Onaway? The answer is Onaway. 899 people. Mackinac City was in second, 853. Today is the 14th of February. It is time for our famous birthday today. Is it your birthday? Is it, by the way, happy Valentine's Day. Maybe you're born on Valentine's Day. Uh, if you forgot your Valentine's Day gift, but it's your birthday today, well, it seems like a, a nice little easy, hey, it's my birthday, you know, give me a break. But today we're wishing Freddie Highmore a happy 32nd birthday. Became known for playing Charlie and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Peter in Finding Neverland. He has also landed lead TV roles such as Norman Bates in A&E's Bates Motel, Dr. Sean Murphy in The Good Doctor. Other films include The Spiderwick Chronicles and August Rush. Mother was a talent agent. Father is an actor. His mother's client include one of the client list includes Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, so a bit of a Hollywood connection there. Probably why he was in commercials and acting since the age of seven. Freddie's a little bit like his character on The Good Doctor. If you've seen that show, a little socially awkward. I, I can relate. Here he is uh, giving his take on dating in North America on Jimmy Kimmel Live. What do you like to do on a date? What is your uh, what is your like if you were to go on a date? Where you work up in uh, in Vancouver, right? Is that yeah. where you shot, shoot the show? North American dating in general is very different from the UK. Is I find it? it? Well, I just find it quite baffling. In, in in the UK, it's very clear when you're going on a date. Uh-huh. Because it's in the evening and it's like dinner or, I don't know, I was going to say disco, but like... Isn't that what don't go to, People don't do discos anymore, but like... Go to a, I don't, some sort of obvious date activity, whereas in North America, in Vancouver, they're like, hey, do you want to go kayaking? And then you just think you're going kayaking with a friend, and then it ends up being, uh, obviously, this is very personal to me, this, the kayaking story, yeah. getting very worked up about it. But even you go to a sports game, and you, you know, they get the jumbotron on, and you're meant to kiss the person that you're with. That's right. And you just think you're going to see a sports game, and suddenly <laughs> it's converted into this public date. Yeah, forced. Yeah. So, Have you been put on the kiss cam? Um, it's my biggest fear. Oh, it Same here, Freddie. Same here. Uh, we can be sure that on Valentine's Day 2024, Freddie Highmore is not going to be at any game with anyone he wants to avoid that kiss cam. I can tell you for one thing that I'm sure Michigan State and, uh, well, actually at State College, though, and uh, the Pistons on the road at Phoenix, I'm sure there's going to be uh, extra few kiss cams tonight on Valentine's Day. Happy birthday to Freddie Highmore and all of our February 14th birthdays. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, local news headed your way. The Michigan Senate race to replace Debbie Stabenow, the outgoing senator gotten less crowded another hospice service also closes in northern michigan and it is all but now confirmed in development that a development dispute in leland is going to be headed to the courts we'll get into those stories and many many more coming up after these messages you're listening to wmkt's talk of the north on 1023 and 1033 fm 1270 am triple talk wmkt This is the Up North Sports Report with Brendan Morris. High school basketball results from yesterday, starting in boys' high school basketball. Pine River beat Beale City in a Highland Conference battle 51-50. Ross Common fell to Manton 56-46. East Jordan beat Kalkaska 47-30. In the Northwest Conference, Benzie Central had a 77-53 victory over Sutton's Bay. In the Ski Valley Conference, Onaway was victorious over Mancelona 59-55. And with that loss, Mancelona drops down to second place right in front of Onaway, and now Bel Air's the conference leader in the Ski Valley. Some of those out-of-conference results include Cadillac beating Reed City 54-32, Gaylord had a 53-50 win over Boyne City, while Traverse City Central had a 75-50 victory over Midland, and McBain beat Traverse City St. Francis 36-34. Now tonight we have several teams on the court, and high school wrestlers prepare for team regionals. We'll bring you those results starting with tomorrow's edition of the Up North Sports Report. 
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Cortez Flint Insurance and Financial Services with offices in Petoskey, East Jordan, Boyne City, Gaylord, and now Traverse City, and see if auto owners make sense for you. Dan Bongino. The Colorado lawyers trying to kick him off the ballot look like kids at the front of the Supreme Court. Even the liberal justice is humiliated. Trump's message that I'm here to defend you against this metastasizing police state and I'm going to fix it. An accent was put on it by a report by Robert Hur that shows they will never prosecute their own, but they will come after you. The Dan Bongino Show, weekdays at noon on Triple Talk WMKT. And now we return to your home for in-depth local news coverage. WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy, exclusively on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM WMKT, and streaming across the Wolverine State at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Comments, questions, concerns, news tips. If you have something you'd like to share, you can reach out to us, 866-371-1270. Again, that phone number is 866-371-1270. You can write us an email, wmktbusiness at gmail.com, or find us on social media at Triple Talk WMKT. Another hospice service in the region is shutting down. The Chippewa County Board of Commissioners announced their decision to end the health department's home health and hospice division. It was the final health department in the entire state that had a home health and hospice division. The health department says hospice patients can now choose to spend their final days at Ball House, Pennington Home, Harbor View Home, and White Wiles Home. An Alpena County man has been arrested for allegedly assaulting a woman this past weekend around 2 a.m. on Sunday morning. State troopers were called to a house in Sanborn Township for a report of domestic assault. The victim alleged 37-year-old Michael Mousy Muse woke her up and began making accusations against her. He took the victim's cell phone assaulted her and smashed her computer. The victim was treated for minor injuries at home. The suspect has since been lodged at the Alpena County Jail. Consumers Energy announced a scheduled project is going to be knocking out power for some of their customers temporarily. Consumers is moving transmission lines and support structures for the upcoming roundabout project tomorrow. They estimate around 300 customers on the south side of Gaylord near South Otsego Avenue, as well as a portion of Bagley Township. They're going to lose power. Power is going to be shut off from 10 p.m. tomorrow to 6 a.m. on Friday, so pretty much the entire night. The Grand Traverse County Sheriff's Office is asking for your help in identifying a person of interest in two investigations. The first investigation is a breaking and entering that happened on the 9th and the uh, at a business park near, on, actually on a business near, near Park Drive. The second incident that happened, that was the next day on the 10th, the larceny near Logan's Landing If you have any information, you're requested to call the sheriff's office at 231-995-5039. We have pictures over on our Facebook page for those 
who think they can help again that number 231-995-5039 one less candidate in the crowded u.s senate field to replace outgoing senator debbie stabenow former detroit police chief james craig has dropped out of the republican primary quote this is a strictly business decision i'm not leaving because i felt like i didn't have the support but from a business end, you need funds to run a campaign. Craig said he is strongly considering running for mayor in Detroit next year. Uh, Craig is ran for a lot. Leading candidate for governor in 2022 before a fraudulent signature issue derailed his campaign. Now this, and then he's looking to, for the Senate, and now he's looking for potentially running for mayor. On the Republican side, those remaining in the race include U.S. former U.S. Representatives Mike Rogers and Peter Meyer, State Board of Education member Nikki Snyder, and then businessmen Michael Hoover, J.D. Wilson, Glenn Wilson, and Sandy Penzler. On the Democratic side is frontrunner Representative Alyssa Slotkin, actor Hill Harper, and businessman Nass Biden. An update on the new hiking path in northern Michigan Construction began last fall on the new Don and Eileen Klein Nature Trail that will connect the downtown to the Jordan River Nature Preserve. The trail is a joint project between East Jordan and the Little Traverse Conservancy. According to the city, parts of the boardwalk are arriving this month and then they'll be installed in the early spring. Home sales in a five-county area are off to a somewhat decent start this year. Here in 2024, there were 80 home sales in Grand Traverse County compared to 54 in January of last year, 23 versus 15 in Leelanau County and 10 versus 8 in Benzie County. Sales were slightly down in Antrim and Kalkaskia counties, but not enough to have a negative effect on the overall numbers for the five-county area. Homes sold on average within 80 days of being on the market, and they sold for around 97% of the listing price. So a pretty okay time in the real estate market up here in northern Michigan. Grand Traverse County commissioners are exploring possible changes to the Road Commission and Drain Commission office. An ad hoc com uh, committee of commissioners is exploring options for the Road Commission, ranging from maintaining the status quo of an appointed board to switching to an elected board to bringing the Road Commission directly under the control of county commissioners as a county department. Lots of options. Commissioners also plan to meet with the Drain Commissioner Andy Smiths to discuss salary and position responsibilities with possible changes coming before the April 23rd primary filing deadline. It is likely going to court. An update to the development dispute in Leland, the Leland Township Zoning Board of Appeals, affirmed the Planning Commission's denial of a special use permit from the, for the proposed 11,590-square-foot building at the intersection of Main and William Streets in Leland. And now, developer Joel Peterson says he does now plan to file a lawsuit in circuit court. Michigan law states that parties who disagree with the Zoning Board of, of Appeals a decision, they're entitled to a judicial review of that decision in the local circuit court. That is the step he is seeking to take. An opportunity for more people to explore nature or an environmental concern. This fall, work is scheduled to begin on a four and a quarter mile long trail extension of the Sleeping Bear Dunes Heritage Trail that will require the felling of around 7,000 trees. The expansion would allow walkers and bikers to see more of the dunes, but others are concerned about the environmental impact of chopping down so many trees. If the project is not stalled or held up in any way, it is expected to be completed by next winter. A changing of the guard will soon be coming to Emmett County. Emmett County Sheriff Pete Wallen has announced he will be retiring effective the end of this year, final day of this year. Wallen has spent 43 years in law enforcement, most of which was spent in Emmett County. He has served as sheriff since 2002. Emmett County Under Sheriff Matt Learstein has announced his campaign for sheriff. Wallen is endorsing Learstein for the position, and Wallen says he and his wife plan on traveling after retirement. As you eat your breakfast tomorrow, or maybe maybe you're having breakfast tonight, maybe you like having, you know, eggs and bacon for your more evening meal. I don't blame you. Take a moment of silence, whatever you do, for a fallen breakfast hero. William Post, the man who created Pop-Tarts, died this weekend at the age of 96. Post, a Michigan native and son of immigrants, worked his way up from a truck washer to a senior vice president of the Keebler Company. Truly the American dream there. A movie highlighting the four-month challenge to invent the Pop-Tart is coming out in May. Unfrosted, a Pop-Tart story, written and directed by Jerry Seinfeld, 
who is starring in it as well alongside a host of big-name comedians. In case of emergencies, East Jordan is going to be even better prepared. The East Jordan City Commission is allocating $14,000 to replace its decades-old tornado siren. Commissioners say they were motivated to take this step after the tornado in Gaylord um, back uh, in 2022. The new siren will be able to be triggered remotely. All of the funding comes from the American Rescue Plan Act. And congratulations to Birchwood Farms Golf and Country Club for being recognized as Emmett County Recycling's Annual Recycler of the Year. The award honors an organization committed to sustainable practices and environmental stewardship in the community. And that is your look at local news for today. When we come back after these messages, as we head into a brief break, when we return, we will be joined by the voice of Detroit Tigers baseball, the play-by-play announcer, the legendary broadcaster himself, Dan Dickerson, will be joining us coming up after these messages. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. News. I'm Tom Graham. A Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration turning violent gunshots, sending fans scrambling for safety. One person dead. Police say 10 to 15 are injured. Fox's Jonathan Hunt. Kansas City authorities had said earlier in the day they were expecting up to a million people in total. And we know that there were thousands of those gathered around Union Station and the rally site. Two suspects are in custody. The White House pushing back against House Republicans who oppose a $95 billion foreign aid package. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. House Republicans are still at it right now. Siding with Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and Tehran against our defense, industrial base, against NATO. Republican leadership has called for more border security provisions. America is listening to Fox News. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-406-8192. That's 800-406-8192. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit Choice. Get back on the trail. Back on the slopes. Back on the job. McLaren Northern Michigan Orthopedic Services can help you relieve pain caused by sports injuries, traumas, or arthritis. The skilled orthopedic team delivers expert care for all muscle, joint, and bone conditions. Let McLaren Northern Michigan Orthopedic Services get you back to the things you love. Learn more at mclaren.org slash northernortho. McLaren, doing what's best in orthopedics. Triple Talk, WMKT weather forecast. Forecast for the rest of today. Cloudy skies. Expect a high near 34. Snow likely tonight. Lows near 29. Could see some snow showers throughout the day on Thursday. Three to four inches are possible. Highs near 32. Snow likely for Friday, 25. And Saturday, Sunday, snow showers and highs in the mid-20s. That's your forecast on Triple Talk, WMKT. Now, back to WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, WMKT, and streaming statewide at WMKTTheTalkStation.com. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 102.3 and 103.3 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT, streaming online at WMKT, 
thetalkstation.com. If you're a big sports fan, you may have listened to him significantly longer than you've listened to this program on our sister station, 1047-1340, The Ticket. The voice of Tigers baseball, Dan Dickerson, he's had so many memorable moments across his very, very um, just great career. He's celebrating 25 years, and uh, I'm just so happy that he is going to be joining the show here in a few seconds as we kind of go in listening to some of his greatest calls. Ground ball to first. One out of course. The ball will always find you. And Miguel Cabrera gets the first ground ball, the first ball put in play to make the out at first. Oh, now. First pitch. Swing the fly ball, left field. That one's deep. It's got a chance. Gone. Three-run shot is number 30 for Spencer Tarkelson. Other inning of work. Again, he has been a starter this year, and he might just keep going as long as he gets out. Fly ball, deep right center field. Way back in right center. Gone! Number 5-11 for Miguel Cabrera. Deep to right center. Oh, look at him rounding third. Shooting the arrow into the dugout. Carpenter looking to deliver a big two-out hit. The three ones swinging a high fly ball right field. This one's deep. Going back, Suzuki at the fence, jumping up. It's gone! Grand slam home run for Kerry Carpenter, and we're tied at four. Right here. The 1-1 from hands, swinging a fly ball, left field, way back and left, and gone! How about it? Jake Marisnik, second grand slam of the day for the Tigers. So, Dan Dickerson, thanks for joining the show. The last two weeks or so, we here in Michigan, we've actually had a little bit of a taste of spring, and I think it's making baseball fans even more excited for the upcoming season. (laughs) The the first spring training game is next week, so right around the corner. The Tigers also have announced their promotional events this season. What are a couple of those promotions? I also hear that your likeness might be also popping up, too. (laughs) Yes, the the first ever talking bobblehead. (laughs) (laughs) will be given away in mid-April, I'm sorry, the end of April, April 27th, the Dan Dickerson talking bobblehead. It, it, you know, somebody mentioned it to me a couple of years ago. I thought, well, that's okay. If you want to do that, that's fine. I mean, it's, I don't feel like I deserve a bobblehead, but then they talked about the talking bobblehead. We talked about the calls that we could put on it. So it, it's it's a, it's very nice of them to do that. And uh, I got a kick out of it. They had to figure out how to get 10 second highlights on there. But um, so that's, that's one of the promotions. I love the Jim Leland starter pack promotion. We're going to honor him for getting to the hall of fame in August. Uh, sunglasses, mustache. I mean, that's, awesome. that's pretty good. There's, there's a hockey jersey giveaway with the old English D on it, a soccer jersey giveaway. There's going to be a Riley Green bobblehead when we go to Williamsport for the Little League uh, game with the Yankees. So all kinds of good giveaways. And I think the thing to, to remember, every Saturday, the first 15,000 who go in get get one of those free giveaways. And th- there's some really good ones this year. That's awesome. The single, t- uh, single game tickets are on sale today as well. How do fans get their hands on those? Yeah, tigers.com and then go to tickets. Um, it's, it's really easy on the website. <clears throat> to me, it's always, a, a, as a fan, it was always kind of a fun day when they would announce, okay, single game tickets go on sale because, you know, that I wasn't going to buy season tickets when I was in my teens, but I sure wanted to know, you know, when I could buy those single game tickets. And uh, so that's always a fun day. And so that starts today. And, you know, you've got the Yankees coming in on a weekend. You've got the Dodgers right before the All-Star break. Toronto is always a big series. That's on a weekend. That's Memorial Memorial Day holiday weekend. Um, and that always gets us. We would actually like to have more Tiger fans in the seats this year than Toronto fans. That would be nice, yes. <laughs> 
because they come down in full force. But it's fun. It's just been kind of reminds me of the 80s when fans would travel to both cities, and it was quite a rivalry in that 87 season. So, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of good home dates. And the thing that I'm really looking forward to, Nick, we got to take these, these Tiger players got a taste of what big crowds, because let's face it, you know, there, there hasn't been a lot of winning in recent years, and the crowds haven't necessarily been big. But that last weekend when they saw full houses on Saturday and Sunday for Miggy's celebration weekend and 30,000 on Friday, they got a taste of what it could be, what the atmosphere in that ballpark can be like when they're good. And I think it, that can't help but motivate you as a player going into this year, knowing that you have a team that can contend for the Central. You get off to a good start, and those big crowds of 30,000-plus are going to start probably in May. Uh, versus maybe June or July. And I think I think that's going to be just create a real fun atmosphere at the ballpark. Absolutely. Those Tigers faithful need to be out there. I mean, we saw what they did for the Lions, how, how that was helpful for them. We'd love to see that come into Comerica Park as well. Oh, and you guarantee you, you know, players on the Tigers, the ones who know they're going to be wearing the old English D this year, they saw that, saw what it did to an entire city, state, across the country, Lions fans. Uh, they want a taste of that as well. Absolutely. And and thank you for mentioning uh, Miguel, because that's actually something I wanted to uh, talk to you about real quick is, you know, looking ahead to this season, to this team, there have been a couple of notable changes. This is the first season without Miguel Cabrera in what feels like forever. How does that change the dynamic of the team? And who do you think is going to step into that leadership role on this young team? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I talked with Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green about that last year. And uh, it, it was Spencer Torkelson, I think, who told me, or Riley, they're, they're like the same pre- person someday because they're right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like they're joined at the hip. But uh, I think it was Spencer who was talking about how Miguel encouraged them um, during the season last year to kind of you know, let their personality out and, and kind of be more, you know, of a presence in the clubhouse, if you will. And, and that's why you never know who the clubhouse leaders are, right? We, the, the, the important stuff goes on when we're not in there. Uh, but I think it's hard when Miguel Cabrera is still there. <laughs> right. And so, but I do think I was talking to Matt Gerling toward the end of the year. He was saying, you know, that we stick around after games. So down the stretch, I do think some of the young core, the guys who are going to make up the core did talk about things like that. Who, you know, who are the glue guys? And Matt Beerling's like, we've got four or five glue guys on this team. And, you know, that that's an important thing to have, that, that guy who brings people together or those that group of guys who form the core who, you know, in ways large and small, you know, lead this team on a daily basis with their work ethic and how they go about their business and the conversations they have with other players. So that really, I, I think, you know, made me very optimistic about because that's a big thing for Scott Harris is he puts this team together, not just the skills of the people who are going to be on the team, but the people that he's putting on this team in terms of how they, you know, that drive to get better every single day in some way. And he's got a lot of those guys. So yes, Miguel will be missed. He he was a presence, but I do think they last year kind of figured out with the help of Miguel Cabrera, who the leaders are going to be going forward. Super encouraging. Uh, great work by Miguel, too, to kind of do the passing of the torch during the season. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So this adjustment, this was made midway through last season. This is also the first season we enter without your longtime partner, Jim Price. How has that changed how you prepared for your season in the booth? Well, it just, um, you know, Jim will be missed. And it was very sad. I just felt so bad for him with his health issues, you know, in his final few months. It was, it was tough to watch. And I just, again, I just felt bad for him as his health declined. Um, but I just, I feel very fortunate that the Tigers have worked very hard to find, I mean, my boss, Ron Colangelo really set out to, because Jim wasn't traveling, help find somebody for me on the road last year. And now it leads to somebody who's going to be in the booth as part of a team. But you know, he, he found Bobby Scales, a former University of Michigan player living in Atlanta through John Paul Morosi with MLB Network, who said, hey, you should give this guy a call. So I really appreciate all the work that's gone into finding good people to replace Jim. And with Bobby Scales, with Andy Dirks, with Craig Monroe, uh, all players, former players who have different levels of experience 
Uh, you know, Bobby's been a scout. He's been in player development. He was one of those guys who went up and down from the minor leagues to the major leagues. So he's got that perspective. Andy Dirks played with Miguel Cabrera. You know, the, he was a heck of a hitter until injuries shortened his career, but he lives locally. Uh, and he's got incredible insight every game. Craig Monroe can put you right in the batter's box every game with his insights and thoughts on hitting. And the more you think and read and talk with people about hitting, the more complicated it is to me, <laughs> the less I feel like I know. So it just, it, it energizes me in terms of the, the guys I'm working with. And I know that I can go just about anywhere with any conversation, any topic, and they're going to be able to add something insightful. That's awesome. This, this team is young. You mentioned that things are starting. They came together late last season. Where do you ex expect the biggest growth to be taken on the team? I think I, I'm really looking as you think about, okay, how does this team contend for the central division title? And I'm not discounting, the Minnesota Twins at all. I do think the Tigers should realistically go into the season thinking we, we can win the Central. But the Twins were a pretty good team last year. What did they do? They, they hit. I look at run prevention, and they were a top five team in run prevention. You look at those top five teams in run prevention in the American League, and they were all at 87 wins or more. A couple had 99 and 101, Tampa Bay and Baltimore. And that, to me, is kind of the number you need to get to to win the Central, 87, 88. It might take 90. Um, but that's why I think Scott Harris really focused on run prevention, and that's pitching plus defense by adding Flaherty and Maeda. And I think the Tigers can get Flaherty back to 2018, 2019 levels when he was a top five, six pitcher in the National League. Uh, Maeda was terrific down the stretch. We saw him several times with the Twins. Um, but you... I think you need to cut the runs allowed and the Tigers were best rotation in the second half of the season last year in the American League at 368 DRA. So you cut the runs allowed. Your run prevention is where the, I think the improvement's going to come. And then your offense has to be good enough. It has to be better than third worst in the American League, and I think it will be, but you're going to live with some growing pains of young hitters. There's just no question about it. There's only so much you can improve while these kids get better. If they all click, great, but the odds of that happening probably aren't there. So you rely on your pitching and defense, and that's the, the second part of the equation. The defense of these young players is gonna determine, I think, a, a lot about how much better the run prevention can be. But Cleveland, that's been the Cleveland model for a long time. You know, hold opponents to, over the course of a season, 650, 660 runs, you're gonna be in the thick of it almost every year. I've spent some time looking over the roster, read a few articles as well. We have an abundance of, of talent this year, so much so that A.J. Hinch, Scott Harris, Jeff Greenberg, they're going to have to make some difficult decisions later this year. But that might be a sign we're starting to come out of this rebuild process. Do you think that's fair? I think that, yeah, I was just talking about that with someone. Just the, the, the fact that there aren't really a ton of camp battles this year and the battles at the end of the roster, whether it's position players or pitchers, you realize, wow, these are going to be some tough decisions. Just think of the rotation. If you've got Flaherty Maeda, my Scooble, Reese Olson, and Matt Manning, uh, that's six. They all legitimately deserve to be in the rotation. Somebody is not going to be. Reese Olson shouldn't be sent down. He was terrific down the stretch, arguably better than Matt Manning. You're not going to send Matt Manning down. <laughs> so there's the, right, right away, you're like, okay, that's nice starting depth. These, these things tend to take care of themselves over the course of spring training. But, okay, that's that's something to watch. And then in the bullpen, you've got a ton of arms. And I think that's going to make A.J. very happy because he loves a flexible bullpen with guys who can go multiple innings. You give him something to work with, and he's going to put together. I think there's going to be a top five rotation and top five bullpen group in terms of ERA runs allowed. And... It speaks to what you just said, that that means there's depth. That means that when guys inevitably get injured, you're going to be able to call on somebody at Toledo to come up and help. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the injury struggles last year definitely uh, was part of this, the reason that, you know, we, we didn't get into the playoffs, I think, personally. And having that depth is going to be a, a huge deal for us down the line. Just a few more questions as we wrap up. What are you personally most excited about this season? Just to see the pieces come together. Um, and, and the, the young core 
I think you could argue that we have not seen a Tigers team put together a young core like Scott Harris is. In other words, guys that you drafted and developed, and now they're the core of your everyday position players, your everyday lineup um, since 1984. Uh, yes, there have been good teams since then, but in terms of the guys that you drafted and developed, I think you have to go back that far. So that excites me. I'm excited to see what Kerry Carpenter, Spencer Torkelson, and Riley Green do to build on last year. You know, they might one of them might slip back. That would be normal for a young player. But I think Spencer Torkelson's already had that one little slip back, and <laughs> the way he finished, I'm very optimistic about him. Oh, yes. Riley Green had a stretch last year, the likes of which we haven't seen in a long time. For over 200 at-bats, he had 358 with power. I mean, that's the upside of Riley Green. He just has to stay healthy. Uh, and he, I think, you know, kind of fluky to the injuries that he had in the last two years. So I think he will. Uh, Kerry Carpenter, so I think he's a 30 home run guy. And then you've got Cole Keith. Is This is just a pure hitter who is going to be clearly somewhere in those top five spots once he develops. Jace Young, I think they feel like if not quite on the level of a Cole Keith in terms of just a pure hitter who can hit for average and power, he's a, he can hit. And Jay Young is probably going to be up midseason. There's five guys, not to mention a Parker Meadows in center field, who defensively is, I think, as good as anybody I've seen. And I put him up there right now with Austin Jackson as the best center fielder I've seen at Comerica Park, which is a huge, obviously important position to patrol all that acreage as well as he does. Jake Rogers may be establishing himself as a number one catcher. So I get very excited about this core that they are putting together and then the, the other part of the equation is watching these young pitchers develop. I get excited thinking about Casey Mize coming back because, man, Nick, did he work hard at getting bigger, stronger while he was rehabbing from Tommy John. And what we saw in a bullpen in August was eye-opening. Mid-90s fastball in a bullpen is hard to do, but he did it. And he could be an impact pitcher. I get excited thinking about a full season of Tarek Skubal, who was as good in 15 starts as anybody in the American league last year. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's a time of year to get excited, but if you can't get, be optimistic at this time of year, but there's a reason to be, I think with the young talent, with the veterans they've added and thinking that, okay, realistically for the first time in a while, this team should contend for the central title right from the start. I'm super excited. I know the rest of the fans are excited. Tickets for the 2024 season on sale right now tigers.com get down to comerica park one of the most beautiful bar ballparks in the country this is going to be a lot of fun to watch this season we're speaking with dan dickerson the play-by-play -play announcer on the detroit tigers radio network dan thanks for being the best in the business congratulations on your 25 years behind the microphone and thank you so much for your time today no you're welcome nick thank you for you know the affiliates do such great work and thank you for all the work you do up there in cadillac Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob, and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, call Bob right now. 800-989-1415. 989-1415. 800-989-1415. That's 800-989-1415. Paid for by Term Direct. What if one day you went to your secret hiding place? You know, that spot that only you know about? And instead of what you came for, you found something a little different. What if instead of your private stash, you found a simple phone number? 1-800-662-HELP. What would you do? Would you stop and give it some thought? Would you make the call? The truth is, all drug use comes with risk. Before those risks become real, before drugs turn your life upside down, before drugs take their toll on you and your family, know that there is help. You can quit. If you or someone you love is struggling with drug use or prescription drug misuse, 
Call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral. Or go to samhsa.gov slash thereishelp. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-240-4587-800-240-4587-800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587. And now, more of WMKT's Talk of the North with Nick Rudy right now on Northern Michigan's home for news and opinion, Triple Talk, WMKT. Welcome back to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk. WMKT. Thanks for tuning in. Northern Michigan, happy to have you along on this Wednesday afternoon. If you missed any of today's show or you tuned in, I don't know, maybe like five minutes ago and you just happened to hear the end of, oh my gosh, was that Dan Dickerson from the Detroit Tigers? Well, don't worry, you didn't miss it because you can head over to our website, wmktthetalkstation.com. Click the On Demand tab. You can listen to this show in its entirety immediately following the conclusion of the show at 6. But also, if you just want that interview with Dan Dickerson, just click the Talk the North or the uh, special edition interviews instead of Talk the North, and you can listen to just the interview with Tigers play by play announcer Dan Dickerson. And whatever you're listening to, you can listen in browser or you can listen via app. There's little note, um, there's little images that'll take you if you click on them Spotify, YouTube Music, which is the new platform from moving from Google Podcasts to YouTube Music and Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, rather as well it is now time for though wmkt's market watch the dow jones rebounded as well as all did all the other indexes 151 point increase today ending at 38,424 the nasdaq gained 203 points ending at 15,859 and the s&p 500 increased 47 points they're at 5,000 even Individual stocks, Domino's Pizza increased $2.98 per share today. They end at $424.48. Lear Corp, they increased $1.91 per share, ending at $134.89. Stryker Corporation had a day. They increased $9.62. They're at $349.42. And rounding us out, finally rebounding a little bit is Whirlpool Corporation as they increased $1.87 per share. They're now at $108.81 at closing bell. That has been WMKT's Market Watch. And that is all the time that we have for today's show. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the news you need to know. You're listening to WMKT's Talk of the North on 1023 and 1033 FM, 1270 AM, Triple Talk, WMKT. Have a good night.